From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Monday, March 8th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Governor Mike DeWine this afternoon announced that the state of Ohio will significantly broaden eligibility for the coronavirus vaccine beginning later this week. The governor said that decision comes at the behest of health commissioners across the state who said they sometimes have leftover vaccine doses and no one eligible to receive them. DeWine said that phase 1D will include Ohioans with type 2 diabetes and those with end-stage renal disease. Phase 2B will include Ohioans aged 50 to 59, which accounts for around 1.2 million Ohioans. DeWine said that these groups will be added on Thursday to the newly eligible groups announced just last week. This news comes as another COVID-19 variant has been discovered in Ohio. Molly Brewer reports. The Columbus Dispatch reports the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says Ohio has one case of the variant first discovered in Brazil. Now, this strain has been found in about 10 U.S. states so far. The variant first discovered in the United Kingdom and two homegrown Ohio variants have also been found in our state. I'm Molly Brewer. In Northwest Ohio, Bowling Green State University is suspending all Greek life social events following the death of a sophomore, allegedly from an off-campus hazing incident involving alcohol. Emily Cohen has the latest. Many of the students I spoke to on campus say they feel BGSU's decision to suspend all initiation and social events is the right decision. Just because something really tragic happened, Somebody's got to pay a price. Somebody's got to take the consequences. They don't quite know what's going on, so I think suspending it for now was a perfectly good idea until they can get more facts. BGSU says it is conducting its own investigation, and the university's president is working with Greek Life advisors and university staff to make sure that something like this never happens again. Emily Cohen reporting in Bowling Green. The university has also placed the Pi Kappa Alpha fraternity on interim suspension. 20-year-old Stone Foltz was taken to a hospital late Thursday night following the event and was removed from life support last night. That hazing-related death is similar to another young man's death that sparked an effort to crack down on dangerous hazing activities in Ohio. Tracy Townsend reports. Stone Foltz's case may bring back memories of Colin Wyant's death at Ohio University back in 2018. Wyant died after a hazing incident at a fraternity, and the coroner found that he had ingested nitrous oxide. The family's trying to pass what's called Collins Law in our state. It would make it a felony crime when drugs or alcohol are involved in hazing incidents. After not passing last year, it is being brought back to the legislature this year. I'm Tracy Townsend. A search was conducted in Northeast Ohio yesterday for a missing couple. Andrew Horansky has more. They are 20-year-old Nathan Arano and 18-year-old Alina Camacho. They were last seen on February 1st, pulling out of the Sheffield Estates in what was believed to be a gold 2004 Honda Accord. And there has been silence ever since. More than 100 volunteers fanned out. They trekked through abandoned buildings and along banks of the Black River for clues here in Lorraine all in hopes of locating the whereabouts of these two missing friends. I'm Andrew Horansky. Over the weekend in Columbus, three 19-year-old men were shot and killed in separate incidents. Tino Ramos has details about the latest. We've already reached 39 homicides for the year. Now, according to police, they say a 19-year-old was shot and killed Sunday morning at the Sand Pebble Lounge. Police found 19-year-old Christian Davis. He was shot on the outside patio and later died at the hospital. Police are still looking for a suspect. You know, these murders were all a part of a string of shootings that happened over the weekend that also included a 14 
13-year-old boy, uh, that child in critical condition. I'm Tino Ramos. A man suspected in three homicides in Cincinnati has died in Detroit four days after he was shot by police. Dave James reports. Detroit police say 55-year-old Chandra Moore died Friday. Moore was shot a week ago while exchanging gunfire with police outside a Detroit motel. He was wanted in Cincinnati after the deaths of his estranged wife, Brittany Wagoner, and two men. Detroit authorities say officers were watching the Rivertown Inn in suites when Moore emerged from a room and began shooting at police. Dave James, I went in news. A new study in Italy shows that obese people create 50% fewer antibodies after receiving the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine and that a third shot might be needed for those people. Clay Gordon has more with a doctor in Columbus. We spoke to Dr. Anoop Kanodia, who practices family medicine at Ohio Health. He says the study includes people without any other illnesses, such as heart disease, hypertension, type 2 diabetes, kidney, and liver disease. If someone's obese, they have more inflammation in their body. They changes in their metabolism, changes in how they breathe. All those things affect the immune system. Dr. Kanodia says sugar, alcohol, and tobacco can lower immune system response and suggests incorporating fruits such as blueberries and raspberries to reduce inflammation. I'm Clay Gordon. And the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention has released new guidance on what fully vaccinated people should and should not be doing. Tracy Townsend has more. The CDC's recommendations say vaccinated people do not have to wear a mask indoors or socially distance themselves if they are with other vaccinated people. Now, when they're out in public, the CDC says fully vaccinated people should continue to wear masks, socially distance, and avoid large gatherings. You are considered fully vaccinated two weeks after you receive your final dose of your vaccine. I'm Tracy Townsend. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.